teaching, though, enjoy preaching. This is a great book, the book of First John, chapter 4 today, and we're just going to get right into it. And, uh, you know, like I said, I don't always preach like this, just, you know, verse, 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 and, uh, and that's okay. Next hour, I won't. Next hour is God deserves our trust. That's the next hour. God's a good God, and God deserves our trust. No matter what it is, he deserves that. It'd be a great message. It's already blessed my heart just putting it together and preaching it to myself. So here we go. Let's go to the message. Boy, that's pretty, Raj. Say it with me this morning. The title of chapter 4 to me is, say it with me, The Nature of God. The Nature of God. And without me giving it away, let's keep moving. Just push me, buddy, since I'm a little bit behind on time. We're going to look at 1 John chapter 4 today. If you have a Bible, it's awesome. And uh, I, I do use this big screen here. That's not to say you don't bring your Bible. No, of course bring your Bible. But at the same time, this is the biggest Bible in Inglewood. Did you all hear me say? So, you know, you're not more spiritual because you bring your Bible. Do you understand that? But I like bringing the Bible. That's awesome. But at the same time, if it's going to keep you like this so you can't pay attention, you've got to pay attention. Yes or no? So get your head up. Let's go. Here we go. We're going to do a little review. Not that we've done this chapter yet, but that's what John's doing. The apostle, the old apostle. About 50 years after Christ has resurrected now, that's a long time. Just imagine the difference in our country 50 years ago, what it is today. When it comes to family and marriage to, you know, you just name it, okay? You can just go down the list, amen, to, to people going to church. I mean, 50 years ago, the only thing open on a Sunday morning was church. Y'all remember that, yes or no? That's it, man. Oh, you mean we can't go get no fast food? No, you went home and ate with your family around the dinner table. That's what you did. It's just different. A lot of changes. Boy, the church has surely changed. It's crazy, you know? So anyway, so a lot of change. That's why this book was written. There was a group called Gnostics that had came, come in, and now they were elevated into leadership. And they said, it's not so important that Jesus came in the flesh, you know, was born of a virgin, died on the cross, rose from the dead. You know, he came in a spiritual way. What's really important is knowledge, knowledge, knowledge about God, knowledge about Jesus, knowledge about spiritual things. Anytime you say Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection isn't important, anytime you say that he bodily did not come, you're a heretic. You hear me? Yes or no? You deny the truth, and the, and, and the word of God's not in you. John stood up and said, are you kidding me? I was there, fool. And that's what this old man does. Okay, that's what this book's about. Let's just push these verses. Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits. Whether they are of what? God. Because many false prophets are gone out into the world. Christian, say this with me. Believe not every spirit. Also, Christian, believe not every TV preacher. Did you hear me? Say. Would you hear me on that? Yes or no? Well, he's a preacher. He said it. He's a goofball. Okay? Okay? It's not scripture, it's perverted much of it. Don't listen. You, tr- you test the Spirit. Read your Bible. Many's going to say to Jesus in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name? In your name, didn't we cast out devils? In your name, do many wonderful works? And Jesus is going to profess and say unto them, Say it with me, I never knew you. Depart from me, you that work iniquity. Amen? You know, we make a big deal about, you know, somebody smoking. Okay? 
or you know, not or having their hair too long. That's what we used to do. Or piercings, piercings, piercings. You know, what do you think God really gets ticked off at? Something like that. Excuse me. And we need to do right, whatever that might be. Okay, listen. What do you think he really gets ticked off at? Somebody that doesn't do things just like we want them to, or somebody that changes his word. Yes or no? Somebody that takes his word and adds to it or takes away. Matter of fact, he says in the book of Revelation, if you do that, I'll take your name right out of the book of life. That's pretty strong. Amen? Say. So try the spirit. Test the spirits, guys. Okay? Keep looking. Oh, push things. So try or test the spirits, what the first verses are saying. Hereby, verse 2, know the spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses, say this with me, every spirit that confesses Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is of who? You getting that? Yes or no? Somebody denies Christ, somebody denies Jesus, okay? Like Islam, oh, he's in the, he's in, he's in the Koran. It's their version of him in the Koran, it's not the Jesus that died on the cross and rose from the dead. Matter of fact, they reject that. That did not happen. Matter of fact, most of their teachers will tell you it wasn't Jesus. It was Judas who died on the cross. How's that make you sleep at night? Say, you mean Judas saved me? I don't think so. Yes or no? Are you all right? Get the message on Islam versus Christianity. We put it out a few weeks ago. If it's not on DVD, we'll make sure it's out there, Raj, Okay. It's on the radio right now. It's a powerful message. Every spirit that confesses not, not, not that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh, say it with me, is not of. Church, we need to not be ugly. I'm not saying go be ugly, but you need to know truth. Instead of saying, well, you know, they're good people and they, you know, hey, people can be good and still a heretic. People can still be good, and what they're teaching is leading people to a devil's hell. You listening to me? What's that got to do with anything? They're not of who? God. This is the spirit, strong word, of what? Antichrist. Whereof you have heard that it or Antichrist should come, John says, and I'm going to say something to you. This is a long time ago. John said, let me tell you something. They already hear. And he's basically saying those jokers that are so big on what they know and over you and pushing this crap down your throat, excuse me, they're not of God, they're Antichrist. That's what this is teaching. And by the way, John the Apostle was the most loving of all the apostles. What's love got to do with us being able to stand on truth? Telling people the truth is a loving thing. We need to speak the truth how? In what? In love. Absolutely. But I love, so I don't speak the truth. <laughs> Try that in your marriage. Say. Amen? Don't work in church either. So, do they confess when you test the spirit? And that spirit out there, as you know, it's the spirit of Antichrist, but it's also talking about the spirit of a, of a church group or a church preacher or Whatever. Whatever. Does it confess and teach that Jesus has come in the flesh? That's what John's saying. Because you know what? That's what the Bible says, isn't it? Didn't the Bible say he came in the flesh? Look, look, who are we going to believe? Some joker that knocks on your door? Am I going to believe the angel Gabriel? Say. Yes or no? 
And behold, you shall conceive in your womb and bring forth a son. You shall call his name who? Jesus. And he shall be great. He shall be called the son of the highest. The Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David. And he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever and ever. And of his kingdom there shall be no what? End. Okay? So who are you going to believe? Going to believe the Bible. Yes or no? Okay? Going to believe the, believe the Lord. Believe, believe his word. Antichrist. Spirit of Antichrist. What does that mean? It means... Against Christ. When you see Antichrist, all that means is anti-blank. You put anti-anything. Anti-hmm. Say somebody's anti-guns. They're against what? Guns. Antichrist is against who? Christ. Anybody who is against Christ, they can say what they want. They can sing to the cows, come home, preach whatever. Listen, if you're not for me, Jesus said, you're what? You're against me. Amen? So that's what this is teaching we're walking. Y'all okay so far? You're of God, little children. I love that song. I am no longer a slave. I am a child of God. Reminds me of this verse. You're of God, little children. And he's talking to the to folks he's writing there in the church who are distressed and they're confused and they're feeling like they don't know enough. And many of them are, you know, are wondering about their faith now and it's it's sad what happens in church and this is what's happening and john the old preacher he's seeing the old apostle and it grieves his heart listen you're of god little children you've overcome them don't think you're second class to people who aren't teaching the truth are you kidding me you've overcome them because greater is he that's in you than he that's in this world not a great, let's praise the Lord for that verse. That is a great verse. Woo! But know where that verse came from. We said, greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. I know that, but this is really talking about those that are teaching false gospels, false teachings, and that's all of the devil. And listen, you don't get weary in well-doing. You keep doing right, keep teaching truth, keep living for the Lord. Why? Because greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. Y'all hear me? Good scripture. Love it. You're God's child. You've already won. And greater is he that's in you than he that's in this world. Boy, I don't understand the Bible. I don't read the Bible. I'll tell you what, you are sure missing out. Man, you know a verse like that can change your life. One verse can change your life. How many have ever had a hard time, really hard time in your life, and you actually hung on to that verse right there, greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world? Let me see your hand. Look at that right there. See, that's what I'm saying. But if you don't know the Bible, how do you know it's there? Read the Bible. If you don't have a Bible, we'll give you a Bible. Right, Dina? We'll give you a Bible. I had somebody come see me a couple of weeks ago. It was beautiful. They wanted a Bible. Man, I brought him in my office, chatted with him just a moment. I can't always do that, but I'm happy to do it. Signed it. Amen. We want you to have the Bible. Amen. Say. We, get, we try to give you one that's maybe a little bit easier to understand than the one I use up here, people think. But I mean, I love this old King James. That's what I use. Amen. But I try to explain it when it's uh, something maybe we don't understand as good. Verse 5. They are of the world. They who? These people that are now telling you that Jesus didn't exist in the flesh, that's not of God. These people of the world. 
You could put the devil, word devil there. They speak of the world, and the world hears them. Well, yeah, but they're listening, and, and they're not listening to truth anymore. And it seems like, you know, they're winning. Hey, look, they're speaking of the devil. People that live in for the devil, they, they like that kind of talk. Amen? Say. Okay, and all kinds of cults form. Not just cults, but things in Scripture can really be perverted. So, anyone who says Jesus has not come in the flesh, let's review, is what? Say it with me. It's what? Spirit of anarchy. Do we have that? Yes or no? Anyone who does not confess that Jesus come in the flesh is the spirit of the what? Spirit of the world. And unfortunately, the world believes their lies. Amen? Say. Why is it when I hear something on television many times... I absolutely know that's not of God. It's not because, ooh, i got a direct line to God, and I know I'm all-knowing. No, I, I, I do have a direct line to God, but I sure ain't all-knowing. But it don't take a whole lot of brains to hear what that joker said and read it right here in God's Word. Am I going to believe that joker? Am I going to believe this book? That's what you should be able to do. Amen. Say, I'm from Rockingham, North Carolina. If the Rockingham boy can do it, you can do it. Yes or no? Amen? Come on. Get in the Word, man. That's what this is teaching. We're of God. He that knows God hears us. Okay? And he that's not of God ain't hearing me. Hereby we know the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. Okay? And keep in mind, John's writing this to us, of course. This is the Spirit of God leading John to write this book. But he's also writing it for the time at hand. Okay? And John really wasn't concerned with the false teachers hearing him. He wanted the saints of God, the children of God, who were discouraged and defeated, to lift their head and to hear truth. And if they didn't listen, that's on them. But lift your head. That's what this book is about, okay? So we're of God. He that knows God hears us. He that doesn't know God is not hearing the truth. And so that's what John has been saying. This is what he's been saying, okay? So we got that, okay? So now what has John been saying? Let's review real fast these first six verses. We know God. Therefore, we know the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. Yes or no? But if you're not in the Bible and somehow you're just going to put your finger up, listen, you can be saved, born again, know the Lord. Man, you need to be in the Word to know truth. And the truth will set you free. Amen? And there's going to be liberty. You're going to find out, wow, I was bound by things in my life, whether it's sin or different things that maybe it's relational uh, problems you've had. Who knows? But this spirit of truth is going to give you liberty and set you free. Okay? We're bound by a whole lot of mess in our life. And that's the beauty of the Bible. Okay? But don't believe every spirit. Boy, we're so quick to get a quick fix. Amen? If we can write a check and send it to somebody and get fixed, we'll do that in a heartbeat. That's easier than reading the Bible every day. Amen? Yes or no? Or confessing sin. Yes or no? Say. Doing the right thing. But listen, don't believe every spirit. Test the spirit. Test the spirit. Test the spirit. Whoa, 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 whoa. That don't sound right. I don't mind you coming to me and saying, Pastor, that don't sound right, what you said. That don't sound right. Now, I'm not going to sit there and argue with you till the cows come home. But if you say that and you can take Scripture and show me that, I'll go like, 
Thanks. I appreciate it. Okay, yes or no? Bible says don't be many pastors. The word's masters right there, but it's the word pastors because we're going to give, we're going to stand and have greater judgment on us, especially ADD preachers because we run our mouth a lot, you know? So not everything that comes out of my mouth. So I want to be able to have folks that are in my life, especially the ones that are friends and are trusted that I can trust, like my son there, you know? When they tell you something, it means something, doesn't it, say? Okay? So that's what I want. So embrace what? Truth and reject what? That's what he's been talking about. Now, whoo, Raj, I'm going to try to take 10, 15 minutes and do this. You don't think it can happen, do you? Let's switch gears. Let's switch gears. Let's switch gears. Chapter 4, verses 1 through 6. We did it. It was basically a little bit of review in 4, 1 through 6 of chapters 1, 2, and 3. Changing subjects altogether now. Not me, John. The nature of God. The nature of God. Let's keep going. God is spirit. See this, say this with me. God is spirit. Help me one more time. God is spirit. He is not limited to time and space. We're talking about the nature of God. He's not limited to time and space. Yes or no? Okay, he's spirit. Number two, say that with me. God is light. Now, that's what John's been saying. Okay? Jesus actually said, let your light, what? So what? That that men may see your good works and glorify your who? So God is light, and that light is in us. As children of God. Yes or no? So he's light. Say it with me. God is light. He is what? Completely holy and cannot sin. See, we're to let our light shine. But we're never going to call you light. And worship you as light. You know why? Because you still are, have the flesh. You still struggle. You still have sin, whether you know it or not. I can point it out to you later if you want me to help you. Okay? But we, so he's light. We're talking about the nature of God today. Say that with me. God is what? Can you say it again? God is, God is love. God is love. What is the nature of God? That is the nature of God. Love is God's nature. It doesn't mean God's not holy. Absolutely. Absolutely. doesn't mean he's not light and completely holy and that he's spirit and can, has no limit to time and space. But what's God's nature? God's nature is what? It's love. Okay? Let's explore that. The nature of God. Now, a person who has been born of God will respond to God's nature, okay? A believer, say this with me, a believer will naturally practice love because love is the what? I don't know if I've ever said this on stage or not. And if my brothers are watching or sisters right now, I'm sorry. From Carolina. I'm not certain my daddy is my daddy. Okay. Everybody said he was. 
I don't look a thing like him. Janice looks like him. Ray looks like him. Ann looks like him. Terry and Kenny look like somebody else. Sorry, guys, if you're watching. And I don't look like none of them. So they told me I was adopted. That's what my brothers told me. How many had a brother or sister told you that too? Good, 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 good. Yeah, they tell me I look like the mailman. How many ever had somebody tell you that too? Yeah, I ain't alone. I ain't alone. Hey, listen. Listen. Listen to me. But one thing that is without question, I am my mother's son. When you get to heaven, meet my mother. You're going to say, it's like I already knew you, Miss Ann. And she's going to say, well, you knew Gary. She's the one that told me, look up when you talk to folk. I would sing like this. Good voice was coming out. She told me to look up at others. Now, this is a drunk woman who'd been saved, who didn't know a thing about that, any of that communicating or singing or nothing. But that was my mama. And she was a waitress. And that's what she would do with the customers. She wouldn't go, man, help you. What's your order? Can I get your order, please? Now, mama would look at him. Can I get your order, please? And smile. And she would tell me, smile, Gary. It was only natural for me to do that because I was my mother's son. My communication style's like mama. You know? I hum like mama. I'm riding down the road. <laughs> Mitch and Elise, when they were growing up, I'd be singing a song in the front. Mitch would be singing a different one in the back. No music. I mean, no, no, you know, no, no radio, nothing. Elise is singing another one over here. Drove their mother crazy. <laughs> hey, they're my kids, right? It's natural. It's natural. If God is, his nature is love. If God's nature is love, you're going to naturally practice love. Did you hear me? I ain't saying this is an attribute of God. I'm saying this is his nature. This is who God is. God is love. But I'm not very loving. I wasn't raised. I didn't ask who raised you. I asked if you've been born of God. And do you have the nature of your daddy? Say, because that's his nature. Do y'all get that or not? Stop making excuses for not loving people. Come on, praise the Lord, man. This is my daddy. If my daddy loves, I'm going to love. Yeah, but you don't know what they said to me. Well, they didn't drive nails in your hands. They didn't spit in your face, did they? If they did spit in your face, you'll be fine. Okay? Yes or no? Listen, love, love, love. Come on. A person who's been born of God will respond to God's nature. God's love in us is a natural response. Say it with me. Not a what? Oh, you got to know this, guys. It's not a forced response. It's natural. I'm not saying out of the gate, I'm saved now, I'm going to go kiss everybody. Love on people. No. But you got to know it's in you. You got to know I have the ability. You got to know that the fruit of the Spirit is what? Love. Joy, the abiding presence of God. He's with you. Something's going off. I have no idea what it is. Is this something in the building, buddy? 
You sure, you're a genius. Why do I even ask you questions? Sure it is. Oh, boy. Let's keep looking. Keep pushing. Y'all all right? Good. Keep looking. A believer's love for others, especially the brethren, I want to say this loud and clear, is a proof of sonship and fellowship with God. If you can just get teed off at your brother or sister in Christ, if that's your nature, I tell you what, and it's not me saying it, guys. It's the book of 1 John, the most loving of all the apostles under the inspiration of God. We've already said it in 1 chapter 1, 2, and 3. I would, I would really, I'd be concerned about your, your salvation. If being mean and ugly and hard and cold and cruel is, man, that's not right. Greater is he that's in you than he that's in this world. You hear me? Come on, man. But we want to say we're saved by keeping rules. I'm going to tell you something right now. You're not saved by keeping rules, and you're not saved by loving people. But I'm going to tell you something. Rule-keeping does not show me at all that you're a child of God. But let me tell you something. You say you're born again and you love people, that is the best sign that you're a child of the living God. Best sign right there. So let's take a walk down Love Lane, and we're going to get done here because I'm going to have to. I'm going to do 7 through 21. We've got maybe six minutes. I'm going to walk down these scriptures with you. Got it? Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of who? God, and everyone that loves is born of who? And he knows who? See, these smart alecks that thought they knew everything, these Gnostics that were taken over the church, that had turned from the truth of the gospel in Christ, John's saying, look at them, look at them, look at them. They're not born of God. They don't love. They're causing division and strife. They don't know him at all. He that loves not knows not God. I don't care how many degrees they got or how, many, how much they say they know him. This is what John's saying. For God is what? See, that's God's nature. God is what? What's the nature of God? It's what? Don't want you to forget that. That's going to drive me right up the wall. See, when I was in school as a kid, if somebody's doing something, that's, it bothered me. I couldn't pay attention. We'll work on it. Stay with me. And this was manifested the love of God toward us because that God sent His only begotten Son into the world that we might live through who? Now, I love this. You hear me pray this all the time. Verse number 10. Here in his love, say this part with me, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation, big fancy word, sacrifice for our sins. Beloved, 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 you say you know God, listen, beloved, if God so loved us, we ought to do what? Y'all got that or not? At Fellowship Church, we say we love Jesus and we love people. Why do we love people? Because we love Jesus. We don't go, we love people. Good luck with that. I need the Spirit of the living God in me to help me love on folk. Amen. Say, I need the Spirit of the living God in me to help me love Gary. 
Because I think I don't matter. I thought I did. I don't think that anymore. Why do I know that I matter now? I should matter to myself. Why? Because I matter to him. See how that works? Yes or no? I tapped into the nature of God, and it changed my life. My view of myself, even. No man has seen God at any time. Don't be playing those games telling us you saw Jesus over the weekend. If we, listen, no man's seen God at any time. If we love one another, God dwells in us. You want to see God? Let Him show up in your love, man. I can't believe I loved Him like that. Yesterday at Obie's having a sandwich. That's my best time of witnessing, eating. It's incredible. I used to knock on doors, not much fruit. Last many years, I just go out and eat. I've been seeing people come to Christ all over the place. It's beautiful, and I'm happy about it. Yay. Listen, I was at Obie's yesterday, and a family, a black family came in, a father, a wife, a beautiful 20-year-old daughter. I was able just to talk to them. They didn't go, hi, who are you? They didn't do that. It was me taking the lead, eating my sandwich. My ball hat on, short, sweating like a pig. I'd been out working in the yard. And I talked to them and loved on them. And they loved on me. They're believers in Christ. It was a beautiful thing. That's how I know I've seen God. He showed up at Obie's yesterday. Y'all hearing me say, yeah, praise the Lord. And he does that in your life, guys. Come on. That's how we'll build this place. Keep doing that. Listen, no man's seen God any time. If we love one another, God dwells in us, and his love is matured in us. Hereby know, know we that, hereby know we that we dwell in God and he in us because he's given us his what? Spirit. And God, again, I know I'm ugly. I don't really care about it. I'm going to go ahead and say it. He didn't give us his spirit, so we flop like a chicken or run around acting crazy. He gave us His Spirit to love people. Get it down, man. Yes or no? You love somebody, they'll come to Christ a lot quicker than you going all crazy on them. Yes or no? And I don't mean to be ugly, guys, but come on, that's the nature of God. We ought to prioritize that so high. Love, man. You hear me? I get excited about this. It's something I can understand, guys. I don't understand the Bible. I can understand this. It works. Love reached mama. Love reached me. Love's been reaching a whole lot of folk. We've seen and do testify that the Father sent the Son to be the Savior of the world. Whosoever shall confess that Jesus is the Son of God, God dwells in him and he in God. He's still hammering those other folks, the false teachers. And we've known and believed the love that God has to us. God is what? That's His nature. He that dwells in love dwells in what? This isn't talking about flowers and hippies, okay? It's not talking about that. Guys, it's talking about we know love because we know God. Yes or no? Love's not saving you. God's saving you because God is love and sent His Son. But now that you're born of God, that's your nature too. Herein is our love made perfect or mature is the word. That we might have what? Boldness in the day of judgment. That's a great line right there. 
You want to know you're really saved? You, know, you want to know when you put your head on your pillow at night that if you don't wake up and you're going to stand before the judgment, you're going to, you, this is the best thing you can say. I know, Lord, that you love me and I've accepted you. And I know I've also accepted you because I love others now, Lord. You get that in you and that insecurity about your salvation will go away. Yes or no? There is no what? Fear in what? What do you have to be scared of? Death, where is your sting? Grave, where is your victory? When you know God loves you and you've accepted Him, and that you matter to Him, you can finally say, fear, get out of my life. Y'all hear me? I'm no longer a slave to fear. I am a child of God. Say it with me. I'm no longer a slave to fear. I am a child of God. Isn't that, isn't that coming alive right there in that verse? Yes or no? There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear because fear has torment. And I hate to say this, but I'm going to say it. A good marriage doesn't have fear in it. A good marriage is not a marriage where one person controls the other person or makes that person feel like they're going to leave them. A good marriage says, I know you love me. And I love you. And though the world is crazy, at least I feel safe here with you. Do you hear me? Where do we get that from? From the Lord. We don't want to have a relationship that's in torment. That's not the relationship we're to have with God. That's not his plan. Keep looking. That's Satan's plan. Keep looking. We love him because he what? Say it loud. We love him because he first loved. Second time it said that. If a man say, I love God and hate his brother, say it with me. He's a what? He's a what? He's a what? You can't get stronger language than that. Yeah, but, yeah, but, you've been showing your butt. That's what I've got to tell Excuse me. Listen, if a man loved God and hates his brother, he's a liar. For he that loves not his brother whom he ain't seen, how can he say he loves God who he has seen? How can he say he loves God who he hasn't seen? You don't love people who made the image of God. Oh, how I love Jesus. No, oh, oh you don't. Come on. And this is a commandment, we're done, that we have from him. That he who loves God loves his brother also. Why? Because God says, this is my nature. This is who I am. Don't you go around thinking you know me. And you treating people the way you treat them. That's a strong message, isn't it? Isn't it a good message for Fellowship Church? Isn't that what we want to hear? Isn't that what we want Come on. Not a comfortable message today. A little bit of a tail kicking today. But you know what? That's what we need. That's what I want. I want a coach that coaches me up because I want to win. I want to win. I want to win, man. And I want Fellowship Church to win. Not win at false gospel. Win at the true gospel. Jesus Christ, born on the cross, died, crucified, buried, rose again. And we demonstrate that we're his followers.
because of our love. That is a winning formula right there. Amen? Come on, let's praise the Lord. We're done. Thank you. Praise the Lord. Woo! Man, there you go. Let's go ahead and stand.